Hello and welcome to the Motley Mystic's Meditation Musings. I'm Candace Shalou, the Mot Head or Head Motley Mystic. In this podcast, I take you out on my daily dog walks where I often record some off-the-cuff musings about the Motley collection of spiritual thoughts and ideas that tend to wander in, around, and through my mind during the day. In this episode, I invite you to pay attention to what you're paying attention to on a daily basis. So many things compete for our attention during the day, and often we find ourselves spending that valuable attention on things that do not expand us and instead keep us mired in the ego's desire to do something or to keep us from becoming who we are meant to be. So in this episode, I offer you a practice to help you spend your attention wisely. I hope you enjoy. I used to be a news junkie. When I was a kid, I never missed the evening news. The weather was my favorite. I thought I might be a meteorologist one day, but but I never missed the news. I watched the local news, and then the national news was on afterwards, and I watched that too. And I bought newspapers. As a kid, I had an allowance, and then as I got older, I had my own job. I would spend my quarter on the daily newspaper. I bought news magazines. I bought anything that seemed a news source. And my addiction paid off. I ended up as a journalist in my senior year of high school. I got hired by a radio station as a DJ and shortly thereafter met a man from another station in Gainesville, Georgia, who did their news. And he hired me and taught me the news business. And I went on to be a reporter, writer for Channel 5 for Good Day Atlanta, and then finally at CNN, with CNN radio and in the main CNN newsroom in Atlanta. My news addiction paid off, paid off quite handsomely. I've got a good 20-year career out of it, and I still use words and work in in a para-journalism profession. All that time spent reading the news and being a news junkie served me. It served me very well. Until the politics of the time got to be a bit heavy, especially around 2014, 2015, and my news addiction became a liability. It turned me into a cynical, angry, mean, biting, cutting, attacking sort of individual. I became very negative. After the 2016 election, I posted a lot about resisting and how awful the man who was elected was, and I lost a lot of friends. <laughs> I did. I lost, I lost followers on Facebook. They would tell me, you know, you're just too negative. And I'm like, but you don't understand. This is the end of the world. This is awful. Don't you see what's happening? And it was the end of the world. It really was. It was the end of my world of news addiction. I really had to dial back. When I work in the mornings, I used to watch Morning Joe. I used to have MSNBC on the cable, and I would spend a lot of the morning yelling at the TV, of course, and posting on Facebook about the sorry state of the world and how all of these other people are to blame for it. But I learned a really valuable lesson. These days, I don't have cable news anymore. I cut the cable just have streaming services. I'm still up to date. I had to overcome my news addiction. I don't pay attention to the news like I used to. 
I'm still informed. I know what's going on in the world. And I know there are some terrible, dreadful things that do need some resistance. And But I'd rather bring healing to it now than my resistance. Because resistance really is futile. It doesn't move us beyond anything. It doesn't heal anything. It just creates more separation. But the lesson I learned in all of this is the value of what you pay attention to. And we say that phrase, pay attention, because it exacts a cost on us. When I was paying attention, when I was giving all of my attention to the news and the events of the world and what every pundit had to say about it, I was miserable. I, I was living in this place of negativity in this place of outrage, constant, constant outrage. I had zero peace because everything was just a brand new outrage every day. And so I started valuing my attention a little more. And I decided where I wanted to spend my attention. And I decided I wanted to spend my attention on spiritual topics. I wanted to spend my attention with teachers who taught me how to let go of those addictions, how to release the things that I was using to keep me from dealing with myself. And news addiction is a fabulous way. If you don't want to deal with your own inner pain, if you don't want to deal with your own trauma, if you don't want to allow that stuff to come up and be seen and be healed, whoo! Facebook, Instagram, Twitter especially, cable news, all these things, whew, they are a great way to divert your attention away from where you need to be spending, which is looking inside and not outside. This outside world, it is what it is because of what we all are inside. We are all scared. We're all the authoritarian government inside. We want our freedom of speech. We want our freedom to wear a mask or not or get an immunization or not but we're not free inside, and we don't want to be free. It's easier to put our attention outside. It's easier to doom scroll on Facebook than it is to deal with that trauma that you don't want to see, that pattern that is emerging that is no longer serving you. My pattern of paying attention to the news was costing me a lot. It was costing me relationships. It was costing me people who wanted to attend my spiritual community. It was costing me myself. It was costing me my soul. It really was. And so I had to stop paying attention to that because it was draining me. It was killing me. It was literally trying to kill my soul. And so now I pay attention to the things that expand my soul. I pay attention to silence more than I ever have in my whole life. I spent 20 years in noisy newsrooms. I spent 20 years just the white noise of people bustling and phones ringing and people yelling across the room because news is breaking. That's why I had the TV on while I, while I was working from home. I couldn't work in silence. Silence was awful. Why, why would you want to be silent when you could be hearing the noise of the world? What's going on in the world? You got to stay informed. You got to know what's going on, who the villains are, who the, who the good guys are. You got to know all of this. But more and more, I work in silence. And more and more, I meditate in silence. And that's the other thing. All that noise, I couldn't meditate. 
I would, I would start to meditate and I would fall asleep and I would be like, well, I can't do this. It just, I just fall asleep. Well, you know what it means when you fall asleep while you're meditating? It means you're tired. It means you need to sleep more because you have slowed down for just a minute to do what you ought to do, what you think you ought to do because you're spiritual. You ought to, you ought to meditate. And so you slow down and you try to meditate and you fall asleep and you go, I can't meditate. I fall asleep all the time. <laughs> well, you have not given your body a chance to catch up. I don't fall asleep while I meditate anymore because I'm resting. And if I do tend to fall asleep when I'm meditating, I'll just stop meditating and go take a nap because that would be the best use of my time. That's the attention I need to pay right then is to pay attention to my body. And so we don't pay attention. Or we pay attention to the wrong things. We pay attention to whatever keeps us medicated, whatever keeps us from having to listen to the silence and hear the wisdom that it might offer us. Meditation is nothing more than paying attention to now. Paying attention to this present moment. And you don't have to do it you don't have to sit for hours and hours. Some people do, and that's great. But even, even taking a deep breath during the day when things seem a bit overwhelming or going too fast, just breathing deeply. <sighs> taking that pause and connecting with the now, that's enough. You can sit like a yogi for hours, that's fine. And you'll get a lot out of that. But in those moments when you need it, now is available. The other thing about meditation is you, when you go inside, you get insights, you get ideas, you get revelations, you get aha moments that you wouldn't otherwise get. And they're called insights because they come from within you. When we're paying attention to the world outside of us, we might get some secondhand ideas. We might get, you know, a good idea here or there. Some teacher said something that meant something and we tried it and it worked. Hey, that's great. But you got inspiration from his insight or her insight. And that's great. We are both teachers and students. But taking time to pay attention to this moment, in this moment, creates our own insight. We are all teachers. We are all full of wisdom. And we have a lot to share with the world, but we can't share it unless we take time to listen and hear it. Unless we pay attention to that still small voice that is within each of us. So I invite you, I invite you to think about what you're paying attention to. Where is your attention all day? Is it on the things of the world? Yeah, there's some pretty crappy things going on in the world. There are people suffering. There are people dying. There are people killing. There are people torturing and enslaving. There are people doing awful things. And you can either drive yourself crazy and yell at the, te at the television every day and drive yourself nuts over this stuff that's going on in the world that is wrong and shouldn't be happening. Well, you know, maybe it shouldn't be happening. The reality is, it is happening. And you, working yourself into a negative, cynical, angry mess, it doesn't help one thing. All of that time I spent being negative and talking about why things shouldn't be the way they are, it didn't change a thing. It just made me angry. 
It just made me anxious. It just made me stressed out. It made me lose friendships and relationships. It compromised my life. It didn't change one damn thing on the national or world level. Not one thing. And it robbed me of my peace. You change the world by changing the only world you can, and that's the one within you. When you are no longer living in a world of suffering and torture and fear, everyone else is freed from suffering and torture and fear. And it sounds woo-woo, it sounds stupid, but the world outside of us is a direct reflection of the world within. And collectively, we are paying attention to the wrong things. As things go in the world of electronics, this is where the battery died on my recorder before I could make this offer to you. I invite you to pay attention to what you're paying attention to this week. If you're at all like me, you'll find your attention on things such as social media, Facebook, Twitter, or that time suck called TikTok or YouTube cat videos. Document how much time you waste paying attention to things that do not enrich or expand you in some way. Social media and other time wasters can be addictive, but I've discovered that we can also become addicted to things that we consider spiritual. I spend most of my mornings listening to teachers who do expand me and they do help me move into a higher consciousness, but sometimes I feel overwhelmed when I listen to them on a daily basis and my ego gets all obsessed with why we're not making some form of tangible, measurable outside progress in life, such as a, an expanded bank account, not just an expanded spirit. Well, this too is when we need to question how we're spending our attention. I have discovered that when I feel overwhelmed like this, I need to take a break from those teachings for a little while. I need to spend more time in silence to process what I've learned and really integrate the things that have resonated with me and let go of the things that didn't. Feeling like I constantly have to be learning something new or seeing that new idea come to fruition immediately in my outside reality that's just the ego keeping me on the treadmill, telling me I gotta do something when I need do nothing. I'm not really growing in these moments. I'm just listening to the ego's complaint that all this crap isn't working. Here's the evidence. But I invite you, in these times of overwhelm or when you feel this is all just new age hooey, take time to be still. Take time to listen to the silence that created everything there is, ever was, or ever will be. Take time to quiet your body and mind and just pay close attention to this present moment. The past is over. The future never really gets here. Everything is about this moment. This, friends, is where the lion's share of our attention should always be placed. So if we can stop trying to improve our lives and get all spiritual and just listen to what right now has to tell us. Our lives will drastically change. Maybe the now is asking you to rest. Maybe the now is asking you to go start your business. Maybe the now is asking you to just listen a little longer before you really do anything. So I invite you, pay attention to what you're paying attention to. And if it is not this moment, withdraw your attention to whatever else you're focusing on and be here now. When you're connected with the eternal now that beats your heart and grows forests and creates canyons and mountains, you'll want your attention fixed there all the time so you can be a powerful force for love and change in this world. Thank you so much for spending some time with me during my mobile and in-home Motley Mystic Meditation musings. I hope you join me again for future podcasts, but in the meantime, you can find more of my writing over at motleymystic.substack.com. 
You can also listen to my sermons and teachings from Jubilee Circle here in Columbia, South Carolina by visiting jubileecircle.com. The music you're hearing is a song called Lazy Day by Jason Shaw from the website Free Music Archive. Until next time, keep musing and meandering, you motley mystics.